Welcome to Toffee. T Go again. Got it wrong. Okay. Let's go. Welcome to the 1878 FM podcast. Delighted to say Andy Bush, the man, the myth, the legend, is back with us this week. He's been suffering from a, you know, a little bit of a, a Dominic Calvert Lewin run this season. He, he's in and out. Uh, he's performed admirably when he's been in. Yeah, shown nice touches. Yeah, absolutely. Just probably hasn't been enough of them. That's, but that's listen. It's it's this is it. This is it. This is part of trying to create a successful squad. Yeah. We, we've got to look for the tweaks that will get you get you on the pitch more often, Andy. But delighted you're back. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I missed you guys. Mm. Oh, it's a shame Dave's not made it today, though, isn't it? He's, yeah. he's, he's so in and out, Dave. Isn't he? <laughs> Can't rely on him. Is that Dave broken has... his 100% record? Is that Dave's 100% no, record? No, oh. he's missed one, I think, before. It's still pretty good, though. It's a good return oh, listen, on your Dave investment, isn't it? He, he, got, he basically pulled up at the end of the training session, didn't he? Mm, it was yeah. a late call, um, and that's always disappointing. He was doing the bleep test at half-time. He, yeah, that was it. <laughs> and that's it. Um, yeah, Dave is absent this week, but um, it's all good. And Ped is not with me in the studio. He's in his own studio, but, but it's all good because yeah. he's here. That's the most important thing. I'm, and he's... I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, well, the body's here. Yeah, yeah. Can I say you both look, I don't take this the wrong way, you look a little bit crestfallen, the pair of you. Your I... body language vibes I'm getting is a little bit... Okay, I'm all right. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Ted looks crestfallen. I'm all it right, does. and I'm just... I'm, well, I'll be honest with you, I am just wondering how hot it is in the studio already, and it's it's just after 11. Uh, I should have opened the window, but other than that, but, but does that mean because you're you're at peace with what will be will be in a kind of someone who's had their final meal ahead of getting electrocuted the next day or something like that? You've seen the priest, um, yeah, not God. the one, not the one. Then, yeah, um, right. you know what, mate? I've said this, I've said this a lot lately. This is how I've felt about the season: is that they they burnt me so much last season and hurt me so much last season and took sleep from me from about January last season, that this year, I don't know whether I'm either more resigned or whether it's the uh, the experience of going through it is helping me cope better, yeah. or whether it is just a case of what will be, will be. But I am just not at the same stress levels as what I was 12 months ago. And I don't know whether it's just simply and I either saw it coming because of the recruitment, or whether it's just the energy is that kind of energy is being used elsewhere, and it's like, right, well, just let's get to Sunday and just see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's like that experience of going through it all last season. We've had is, is to it do worse? it again. I feel like it's worse. We are. It is a worse. Obviously, we we survived with like a a game to go, mm -hmm. didn't we last last season? Yeah. This is Everton have managed to take a terrible situation and make it in fine margins, just slightly worse. Yeah. So you've got to respect them for that. You, you, they oh. always find new ways of hurting us. Consistency, and Consistency yeah. is what You're it's called. There. And uh, what can you do? What can you do? But we did we did get a very, very late point at Wolves last Saturday, uh, which which has it's been a good point, really, when you look at what else has gone on. But this is, before us three get into it, this is what our, our man who's missing, Mr Vitti, this is Dave Vitti's thoughts on... Last, Sunday, uh, last Saturday, rather. 
Boys, sorry I can't be there today, uh, which is unusual for me because I have probably the best attendance record of any of you on this podcast, but unfortunately work has gotten away and I can't be there. So apologies to all of you and to all the many, many millions of watchers and listeners out there. I'll be back same as next week. Yeah, how do I feel about the Wolves game? Um, well, at the time I was, I was delighted to get a point, which, um, you know, on the balance of the 90 minutes... Um, didn't didn't look like coming, um, so I was buoyed up when when we did eventually get that point. But obviously, then that was all pretty much taken away with the um, you know feelings of deflation uh, watching the game from St James's Park the other night. So tough one, isn't it? Uh, we just have to wait and see. But uh, nothing we can do about it other than just keep everything crossed and just hope for the best and just pray that they go all out and just completely go for it against Bournemouth. But um, we have to win. We have to win. We have to, have to, have to. There you go. That was uh, that was Dave's thoughts on it. Um, the, you know... He's he's right with the deflation, Andy. What did you think? I mean, obviously Everton scored in the ninety ninth minute. It was the latest ever goal that Everton had scored um, in the game, and, and it got a point. You know, snatched the a, a draw from the jaws of defeat. And I'll be honest, you go and that's a good point. That and you just need Arsenal now to go and be Forest at R five, and and lo and behold, Forest crossed that one off, so that ruined it. Yeah. And then Leicester, did, you know, Leeds got what I thought he would get, which is which is battered at West Ham. And then Leicester go and get that mad point on Monday night, which which basically meant took away the opportunity for Everton to just need a point on Sunday. But I don't know whether that's a good or bad thing because I think it would have been yeah incredibly dangerous. I think Play for, for Everton to need a draw. Yeah. Mm, so what yeah, do you think, yeah, yeah. mate? Well, I mean. First of all, the goal that we we conceded, how many times have you seen that goal yeah. for us before? Start well, start really brightly, control the game a little bit, have a couple of good chances that we don't finish off. And then in possession, when got the other team pressed in, mm. stupid, terrible, you know, care of the ball, give away a breakaway. Onana, I agree with Daichi, should have given away a professional foul yeah. and taken yeah. him down just at the halfway line. It's like, you know, defending 101, that allows <laughs> him to keep running and then just a... Pretty um, Richard Wright-esque parry back into the player that's on the other side of the six-yard box from Pickford. And it's, it, you're one nil down. And it's just a, a classic Everton situation we've seen so many different times. You know what I mean? So, uh, and that was a mad game. I felt like it was just all over the place. Like Keane playing up front and making some weird subs and all that kind of stuff mm. as well. It was a proper Everton game, that one, the Wolves one. <laughs> uh, but I, I agree with you. I, I just think, um, I think I just saw... a paired tweet a couple of days ago just win a game of football we've just mm. got to beat Bournemouth who one of my friends is uh his lad works at Bournemouth and uh at the football club and they had their big party last week proper boozy stayed up party so oh, okay. if we can't beat them last game of the season at Goodison they've done a brilliant thing and kind of breathe now because they've saved themselves if you can't win that game of football then I kind of you know, go back to what we were saying at the start of the podcast I feel almost at peace a little bit because Look, if we can't beat them, then we don't even deserve we don't deserve to be in the league. So what's there to get kind of het up about a little bit? Do you know what I mean? We don't deserve to be there if you can't win that game. So mm. yes, yeah, I think there's always needs to be aimed for a win, really. And not that much has changed. Absolutely. I mean, Ped, this is something I think we, we were both saying on Tuesday, certainly on one of the last you done was like yeah. there was a lot of people getting very stressed over the fact that 
Leicester had got a point. Okay, it does. You would prefer it just to be you and one other team, of course you would, but the reality is we still need to win the game of football like we should have been going for anyway, shouldn't we, on Sunday? Yeah, and even if Forrest Forrest hadn't won, Mm. then what we'd need, we'd be a point behind them, so we'd still need something to go above them as well. So, yeah, like, like Andy just said there, a win. Is what we need. It's in our hands, and and that does give me that element of we've got control. And if we make a mess of it, that's our fault. We, you know, we're not relying on anybody else. Mm. And hopefully, people are starting to calm down now. Hopefully, they're going to calm down a little bit, and then probably it'll go back up over the weekend. But it is in our hands, and that's all we could have asked for. It's a win. Bournemouth, we'd be if we beat them, we'd be three points behind them. They're not an inc- this incredible side. Yeah, yeah, true. They're on the true. they're on the beach. They're on the beach, and mm. we're not. We've got everything to play for. And seriously, if we can't get three points out of this game, then we like we, we not saying we what we do. We will deserve to be relegated because we probably will be relegated. So mm. just go out there and do your jobs and be professional. And what will be will be. And I think we're all. I, I'm you know I'm certainly a lot calmer than I would have been twelve months ago just mm. for the just for the experience. And and but 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 for all the other reasons as well because of how bad we've been this season and how many times we've said we are you know we're a poor side we deserve everything we get and I know there's been a little bit of an upturn recently and um, Saturday was a massive point in the end for us it just gives us that little bit of hope so just go and do your job on on Sunday yeah but when you think about it can you can you see it pan out in your mind though we'll find a way to everton that game a little bit just to take it right to the wire so i don't know someone on someone getting sent off or goal after 20 second I, there's going to be something in there it ain't going to be plain sailing if we do manage to do this we might we'll, we we'll might, find a way of everton it we might I mean? brighten it andy you never know we might come out you goal in the early early on three nil up at half time and everyone's like what was the, what was the stress for <laughs> what was the stress for but i think i mean Ped just said it there and you've said it as well i mean at the end of the day it's it is quite simple go and win a game of football you've got to show heart and desire bournemouth will come and just have a game of footy do you know what I mean? They're still a Premier League side. They've done brilliantly to stay up. They're dangerous, but the, they'll just come and have a game of footy. To us, it's everything. It's yeah. the hostility will be there from the fans because it has to be. For those Everton players, it's leave every single thing on the pitch, run through brick walls, win every tackle, be aggressive. The opportunity to just get this result is in our hands, and that's all it, you know. Let's be honest, Leicester almost won it. The only shot they had on target in the whole game, the only attempt the goal he had all night, Nick Pope's had to make a really good save to make it nil-nil. Mm. If that had gone in, it, it's out of our hands. Imagine what people would have been like then. Yeah, it's yeah, totally yeah. out of your hands then. What, what, what are we thinking up front, though? That, that's the only thing that's just mm. like, Christ, that's the only thing where it's like, we might have a load of pressure and do really well, but not manage to convert any of it. And I, I mean, he's not going to go for Sims, is he? I don't think. No, it'll be. I am. I imagine it'll be Damari Gray. Before we get back into this, let's hear what what uh, what Dave has to think ahead of the Bournemouth game because he will he looks a little bit more worried than we do. This is what Dave has to say. Two issues at hand. I am terrified about Sunday. I think was the original question that you wanted answering. Uh, Leicester's point at Newcastle was unexpected, but completely changes the complexion of our Sunday. And unfortunately, a draw isn't going to be enough now and we have to win which really really does put the pressure on and now you know Leicester are our biggest threat uh, more so than Leeds you know had it not been for that point then we could have got away with a point on Sunday but um, 
it's not to be and actually um, the way I feel at the moment is summed up by this picture which you're going to show now um, of the guy lying in bed with his missus and she, <laughs> where she goes, I bet he's thinking of other women and I think he's thinking the same as all of us are thinking at the moment, um, morning, noon and night about uh, what happens and how it will all sort of pan out and yeah the whole prospect is, is terrifying. Uh, I've been invited out uh, with some friends on Sunday night and uh, at this moment in time I don't know whether I can go or not because I genuinely don't know what kind of what headspace I'm going to be in. I, um, I am I'm terrified. I, um, I can't remember feeling like this before at any point in any season so uh, it's a new one on me but um, anyway we just have to, well we have to win don't we? Uh, we have to win, or if we don't win, then we have to just hope for the best with the other results. But that really, really scares the life out of me. So, um, nervous times for us all, and I think we are all in the same boat uh, mentally. So, um... there you go. Dave is uh, Dave does look absolutely petrified. Absolutely does, petrified. Um, the best bit about that was his new chant, though, that he, he wants going around Goodison on Sunday and this could be the thing that gives Everton the advantage over the Cherries. Let's let's just replay that for us. That's the Dave Vitti chant in there. See I think if the street end yeah. did that yeah. at the weekend I, I could see Bournemouth being intimidated. We you have to win. Or the ultras in Italy or something oh, like that. that is, you know I mean, I, he did make me think of that. There or something. This is quite Morris man, uh, quite Morris dancing esque, isn't it? With the slaps on the thighs. The slaps on the thighs is, you know, that I think that's what sets it apart. Um, I see him with some bells and ribbons and stuff, and you can see him outside of like a countryside pub on a Sunday afternoon doing that kind of dance. Maybe, listen, maybe if it goes wrong, that's where Dave will end up. The downfall of Dave. Um, but I mean, what are your thoughts ahead of it then? Obviously, it's, you know, we're a few days out. Um, so what, what, do you, what do you reckon, like, if, if we stay up, right, mm -hmm. and, and they do it, do you think there'll be a pitch invasion and oh. what happened last time or not? What, what do you think is going to happen? Let's just say the best scenario, we, we do it. Mm. What do you think is going to happen? I honestly, well, there's, okay, Everton stay up. I, what I would like, and, is it to be like a 2-0 or something like that. So it's, um, and we know... Do you know what I mean? There's not like Crystal Palace. I understand why people gone on the pitch against Palace last season. The way yeah. the game unfolded and the and a the shocker being in it and then b the relief when it was over and obviously scoring late on and then whistling and you know panicking and everything. I understand that, but this year it's a, for me it's a totally different vibe. So therefore, I would like everyone to stay where they are. It's been embarrassing to have two consecutive seasons where we're running on the pitch to well, celebrate. Well, the biggest, the, I mean. the biggest thing is we've got a Premier League thing hanging over, not even the commission, but we've been fined heavily for people getting on the pitch and encroachments. And I think, and I know a lot, lot of people at the football club think that another pitch invasion could be the thing that actually results in a points deduction rather than whatever they're actually facing. Um, FFP for, so I think as a, as set of fans we need to stay where we are and we need to track our. I mean, this is just my opinion. We need to track our um, our standards back up. That celebrating a victory to stay in the Premier League isn't something to really be celebrating. You can be relieved, and you can 
clap and sing and all that, but running on a pitch to me this time, I don't think it would carry the same, the same thing. Mm. Personally, that's just my view. But we're not going to get a point deduction if we run on the pitch. Let's be honest. I don't Man know. City, Man City have done it two years in a row for winning no. the league. We're not, but people shouldn't do it. Just be, it, it, they should. Hopefully, hopefully we're not in that state at the when the final whistle comes and we can be a bit more relaxed. And um, but people shouldn't do it anyway because it isn't it isn't anything to celebrate. And even on the flip side, of people going well, it's to show the anger. You can show the anger in the stands, can't mm-hmm. you? Can direct your anger yeah. to, to the people you need to direct the anger. You don't need to go on the pitch to do that because it does it does give a false impression that you know when the T the T V won't when they pick that up won't necessarily necessarily understand. They'll just say fans on the pitch, which is almost akin to celebrating. So uh, ho- hopefully hopefully we don't do it and hopefully at the end of this, the the game there isn't this outpouring of emotion because we'll have been quite comfortable during the game. Hopefully. Hopefully anyway. So, so I mean, you guys are way more on this than I am, but like the, the only the only downer to staying up, and it's a weird s- sentence to say, is that I don't want the board to think they can get away with they've got away with it again. Do you know what I mean? So, but w- w- are we close to getting this the, the takeover sorted and all that kind of stuff? Do you think that there will be a new Everton ownership by the time we kick off next season? What, what do you reckon? There will be. The, obviously, they signed the exclusivity deal the other day, so the investments. There will be new people coming into the club, and the hope is that they're going to come in and and make a big difference. And that's all we can hope for, really, isn't it? That they come in and and they start to guide the club in a different direction. That will definitely happen. It's just how much influence those people have, I guess. Um, and that's all we can ask for. And is a new direction because we yeah. we don't want to be sat here next year. All of us sat here doing this podcast saying. Three years on the run, bloody bloody, you know, and all of that stuff. Do we? We we'd like cyanide capsules. I reckon we get signet rings made each, right, with a cyanide capsule in there, and we agree. If we get to this Again, same thing next season, we, we just do gub it. it, gub them live on a podcast, and we'll all go out together. Just go together on your go together. Eye. What a way to go on the eye. I just don't. I just don't think we'll all be here next year because Andy will be cruising with Channel Five. Well, well, we'll come on to that in a minute. We just won't have we'll, the time. We'll come on to we'll come on to cruising in a minute. Jane McDonald. Um yeah. you know, he's doing his audition next week, I believe. But if we just wait for that, let's just hold our <laughs> hold our fire <laughs> for that one. But are we I mean Andy, come on then, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Are Everton are Everton surviving, yes or no? I think they are. I feel like okay. um, it's in our hands. That's all we could hope for mm. going into that final game. Um, there ain't any way we can hold on and play for a draw if that was what we the, the bar that we were going to set ourselves. You know, you know, given the Leicester result, we've got to we've got to try and win it at the very least. And you think mm. with the kind of atmosphere at Goodison, and if you look at all those teams in terms of what teams are kind of like disengaging now because they've mm. kind of got past a certain point, you would say Bournemouth, who looked like they were dead and buried having just kind of made it, can, would you would hope would be more on the beach than some of the other teams. I have to say, I was hugely impressed with West Ham, who I thought would be absolutely useless in the, in the Leeds game, mm-hmm. thinking, well, they're just going to hang on for this final and, and protect themselves. But they were great. And mm-hmm. I, you've got to hope that the other teams on the final day help us out a little bit as well to make mm-hmm. it a bit less of a sweat-a-thon for us. So yeah. I, think, I think we'll do it. But <clears throat> my God, please, can we learn some lessons from this one and not yeah. do what happened last time? You know what I mean? Absolutely. My, I mean, my only thing for a go to Peders with with the the other two Leeds and Leicester have got two teams. See, West Ham for me 
10 days before the European final will want to players will want to be putting their mark down the last opportunity to show the manager they deserve to be in that in the yeah. with the team and Moyes want, will want to finish strongly and Spurs have to win to get into Europe at least so out of the three games you would say on paper just looking at it I know it won't it doesn't play out like this but Bournemouth is the most favourable fixture because, like, for all the reasons you've just said, it's they've lost the last three since they've been safe. They're done. And yeah. if Everton can't get enough aggression and enough quality at home to beat them, away, I'd be terrified. At home, I'm thinking the crowd can play a big part. Uh, Ped, anything to add on on that for Sunday? Uh, just no, I think I think I think uh, we'll just have enough, mm. and it'll be on it'll be on the players to keep probably to just keep us calm. And yes, that's, so that's making sure they don't do anything stupid, like, yeah. like Andy said there. Don't do anything stupid. Yeah, just 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 and and to be fair, the last few weeks they they haven't really done anything stupid. Mm. They haven't played brilliantly, but they haven't really done anything stupid. So mm. just keep that level of of of. Um, non-stupidity <laughs> consistency <laughs> Fair enough. and I think we'll have enough okay sound um let's move on then let's move on Dave has has kindly left us a question it's an interesting one so here it is anyway I'm going to leave you with a question and it is this and it is non-football related my question to all of you is quite simply what is your favorite dinosaur and why bye very interesting. What is your favourite dinosaur and why? What a question. I'm going to start with you, Andy Bush. What is your favourite dinosaur and why? Well, it's a fascinating question it uh, is. from Dave. And it wasn't it interesting to see a different angle of Dave's room that he brought it, it from there it as was. well? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I felt like no. He was taking the video from the couch. Yeah, there, no salmon behind him. No salmon pink couch in the background. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So it's a lovely bed set that he's in. That's oh, for sure. tremendous. Um, tremendous. So yeah, favourite dinosaur, that is a difficult one. I quite like the, um, what's the dinosaur from Jurassic Park that learns how to open catering doors? <laughs> the raptor. The raptor. It's a velo velociraptor. Is that what it is? Oh, learns to open yeah, uh, doors in kitchens. But it's not actually real though, is it? That's not a real dinosaur. What? what? No, it's not, it's not a real dinosaur. That is a dinosaur. That, like, so real velociraptors. Why are you breaking dreams, Pat? What? Are you yeah, ruining Pets, come on, people? Mate. So they're basically What's the this? size of like chickens in real life, but for the film they wanted to make them like a little bit scary and a little bit bigger and mm. and and make them big. I mean, you know, I never I, knew this. To... Yeah, this is true. I mean, did you know that the one that has the mad thing round its neck that got go, the dragon? That's not real as well, you know. I just want to break that for you as well. So what you're, you're telling me, right? That I, and I genuinely, I always thought that um, Jurassic Park was. Under, underlaid with quite a you know a strong dose of kind of historical facts mm -hmm. about dinosaurs etc. Are you telling me that the scariest dinosaurs to come out of Jurassic Park, the Velociraptors, they can open kitchen doors, mm. are actually the size of chickens? They're like chickens. They're only little. So yeah. I'm, sorry to, I'm sorry to break that news to you, but uh, we we strive for reality on this on this on this show. And, uh, <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't yeah, either. I, mean, I can't either, Andy. I can't believe it. You know, whether they could open kitchen doors though. They're too, They're too short. They're too short, mate. They're not going to get anywhere near a handle of a kitchen door. That's ruined. It's ruined oh. everything. Yeah. Nether said the Dean Oni. The what? The Dinonchus is what the raptor in Jurassic Park is based on, apparently. I mean, what would have been better is if you would have got an image of the Dinonchus yeah. 
and yeah. sent it to us all and put it on screen so we all knew. So uh, you, while Ped's explaining to Andy or whether Andy's revising his favourite dinosaur, you I can feel find quite it. cheated actually, to be honest with you. Yeah. I feel like my faith in dinosaurs is in tatters. Yeah. See what's real and what that, isn't. They're not that. They're not really that. Um, there's no other real good. That was the that was the best one. Even breathing on the window like that. Do you remember the yeah. Velociraptors do the window breathing? Sense of dra- drama and and uh, build up was fantastic. But again, size of a chicken, absolutely humiliating. But you can still be impressed with the dinosaur the size of a chicken. What's you have your have your ankles? Get up, get up, exactly. bloody ankles. Are you going? Imagine if three or four of them the turn up. Three or four of them turn up. Doesn't matter how little they are. If they're going for your ankles, we're in trouble. Check your yeah, check your WhatsApp. This is the. I'm just showing Andy. This is what it's based on, apparently. What the raptor in Jurassic Park is based on, and it, I don't. Call. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Because that photo you put in the group, mm. rather than being terrifying, it just looks like a bit of a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> it's just having a little jog yeah. in it. It's, it's running around. Like, just put it that back looks again. Like. That's the dinosaur version of the fella who stands by the fruit machine telling you what to what to do. <laughs> nudge, that's mate. The, Hold, nudge. Put it back Hold. up, Ned. Hold. It's this is ready to pay out, mate. This is ready to pay out. Honestly, fellas just stuck loads of money. It's ready to pay out. Just just drop those two in. Honestly, this is this put it back on screen a minute. Honestly, it's been the him, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. He he's been stood next to it, watching people put their money in, hasn't he? see that dinosaur uh ask, asking for two quid to watch the car it, yeah, yeah you know what they could could well do apparently the director said the velociraptor sounded scarier than the dion dionychus there you go yeah, it sounds like a diet or, or like a, an intestinal issue doesn't it I yeah really i would say well so. I, that's that's changed that has changed um uh jurassic park for me yeah pet don't get, yeah, even get started on ghostbusters because it's going to ruin my world see what's what's interesting is that in if you go on the ride in Florida at Jurassic Park, and I'm, I'm imagining it's exactly the same in California as well, the the raptors are only little the ones who've got the um, the name tag, the ones who've ripped the shirt off the the guide. They are only small. They're fighting over it, so bit of discrepancies. Yeah. They're not raptors, Baz. Sorry to. Well, what are they? What are they? Oh, Jesus, what's going on? There are many dinosaurs. You know? I know. Well, you you keep coming out with this dino knowledge. So tell me what they are. Don't yeah. just say they're not that. Very good at telling us they, what things aren't. Tell us what they are. They were in Jurassic Park too. But, were, so what are they? The, they were the little ones. That, <laughs> that is not the name. The name is not the I little ones. They were the little dinosaurs that, that got the girl at the beginning on the beach and alerted the world that there was dinosaurs on a different island. Tremendous. Jurassic Park too. What? Um, Pence like Compton. a prehistoric stato, isn't he? Yes, he, he is, uh, isn't he? No, I just, I just know me. I just know me films. He's got. So it's not, they're not this, none of this is based on actual knowledge. It's just based on film. If knowledge. they don't, if they don't like fantasy dinosaur films or something, you could be sat there with your dressing gown on, a you know, Alastato back in the fantasy football days, just sat at the side. Yeah, him, that'd be good. Or you have his pins out. Like I saw, I saw a clip of you guys. Uh, Ped was wearing a a yellow pair of shorts. Did you see that? Uh, Baz was dressed in full. Toppy TV regalia. Uh, Ped was in what appeared to be a very casual pair of I've ripped my trousers on school sports day, the dinner lady sewing them up as we speak. Kex. Yeah, he just turned up for a you know a, a live broadcast on Sky Sports News with just a pair of shorts. As if sure, he's yeah, just yeah. been painting the shed. 
And yeah. he's just gone, do you want to have a little chat? And he's gone, yeah, it's fine. Let's sit down and do it. Did they have to pixelate it if he crossed his legs? Yeah. 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 And, well, so. it did. he didn't hear, but when it went out in Asia, it was heavily pixelated for because uh, yeah. he went full Shadow Stone basic instinct version. Um, the name of the dinosaur is right, the Procomp Sogagnorus. They were called Compies. Compy. To be fair, Compies. to Ned, he doesn't know that much, but he did say Compy before over the thing. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know whether he was talking about Last of the Summer Mine or I something. Just down to, if you've got a scary name or not, I mean, you, you yeah. can't be terrified of things called the Compies. No, not at all. Whether they can have you off is a different thing, but yeah. I'll get the Compies onto they, you. You're not going to yeah, be worried like about the, that. They sound like knobhead neighbours, don't they? The, the Compies, compies yeah. The, 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 the Compies have had a couple of asbos, haven't they? Let's be honest. Compies are parked in front of ours and knobheads. <laughs> known to the police. Terrible family Baz. known to the police. Sorry, Baz, yeah. you don't even believe in dinosaurs. What I, are you talking about? Where's, where's this come from? This has come from... This has come from... This has come... No, you see, again... Baz, what? You don't believe in dinosaurs? I, on, Andy, Andy, dinosaurs, that Andy. thing is never... That phrase has never left my lips, mate, ever. <laughs> Ted has created this. You know, like the Mandela effect. Ped has created yeah, yeah. this thing that was never ever said, but as now he uses it as fact. And you were saying though before is, we got going that your your one of your mates is a man of the cloth, so yeah, exactly. maybe it is adding up a but little that's bit. That's fine. That's fine. My favourite yeah, yeah, yeah. dinosaur the, is is Route One. It is the, the it is the T Rex. Then Adam and Eve was there. <laughs> but they were there as well. They existed. They lasted a bit of dino down for a bit and went. These are crap. These the these arc? are rubbish. These are only little. One the big the, the big scary one that Baz likes has only got little arms. And you know, yeah. Newcastle fans turn up with blow up, you know, versions of them. Um so we better put these other people down, this boy and the girl, and let's have a little uh, let's see what happens. There you go, it all happened. Yeah. But um my I'm going route one. I'm going route one, mate, T Rex. Fearsome. Fearsome, mate. Fearsome. You might not like it, but that's it. I'm Do you want to ruin that one as well, Ped? Anything about T-Rex? They, yes, they're not the size of a dog. They weren't the same as they were in the film. No, of course. I'm not even basing any of this on... on um... Do you want to like see? No, I'm not. They, they should do... Uh, You're they the one that's referenced it, not me. Go Jurassic on. Park uh, with Ped's director's commentary on it. And yeah. It's Ped bottom right, just kind of ruining everything. Just ruining the whole film for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, then we're the size of chickens. Yeah, this wouldn't have happened because they're the size of yeah. chickens. Yeah, T Rex can't do that. Do you know that T Rex would have fell over if they leaned at that? And now we know. What's yours then? Yeah. Come on then. Freaking David Ped Attenborough up there. Go on. Yeah. I can't. I can't pick one because I just. Oh. There's no. Well, no, because that's like that's like picking my favorite leprechaun. There's no way of knowing what any of them are really like because you're all basing it on skeletons you don't know what they look like. all right if it all right base it on the film then for god's what sake film? There could be basic films. base it on jurassic park you've watched you every second park of everyone is, go on jurassic park is the actual you know the forerunner of knowledge we're I'm saying I'm, yeah. for the purpose of this podcast i am saying i'm holding jurassic park up as the staple of dinosaurs so okay. so on jurassic park because I'm giving Andy his, his opening door raptors that could open doors and breathe on glass. That's fine. He's got that. He's taking it home like bully. He's got it. Yeah, safe. It's in the bank. Safe. It's there. There and his two quid for his bus fare home. So what's yours based um, on that? I 
don't know. There's no. so many good ones, isn't there, in the films? Probably, probably if you're going to base it on the film, I'd probably go for Blue, the rat there, the one who, you know, Chris Pratt's character had oh, a meaningful okay. relationship with because, you know, you could have a meaningful relationship with a rat there before it rips your arm off, you know. Yeah. So there you go. I'll go with Blue. Even though it's the size of a chicken, as you've said before. Well, in the film it wasn't, but if it's about film characters, then I'll go with Blue because that's what it was, a film character. Fair enough. I guess you could put it in your in your bag, take it around with you or something like that. That'd be quite cute, that's wouldn't it? Like, like people have little tiny dogs. Yeah. Have it in a basket or something. Yeah. Okay. Hilton with a little rat there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Imagine that. Yeah. Right. Any of the paparazzi get out of line. She's just there. She's just there. Free on them. That's and, it. And, and, and that's it. That, would, that could solve some paparazzi issues, couldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. Uh, okay, all right, we got more out of that than I expected. Fair play, um, Mr. Bush. There's just a couple of things I wanna I wanna ask you. Uh, one, yeah, board game convention. Explain. Um, very very cool bunch of guys. Okay, I see loads of chicks when we were up there at the board game convention Brilliant. in uh, Coventry in yep. a hotel in Coventry. Couldn't move for chicks. Yeah, actually, I think there were literally no women. There was no women there whatsoever. Just lots of heavy set men. Uh, lots of lots lots of men who looked like George Lucas with baggy ass crack showing when they were getting up to place nice. things on on boards. Nice. But it was brilliant. I, I'm I'm quite a boring man in that I love um, historical board games. So board games that replicate bits of history, so like Battle of the Alamo or Second okay. World War, Western Front, all that kind of stuff. So I like I like board games that open up a door to a bit of history that you can then go and learn about. Uh, and it was a convention based on that. So we had two nights in a hotel with like beers and food, but then you could just in the convention center, you could leave your game set up. And we played one game that started at, uh, was it four o'clock in the afternoon? And we finished at one o'clock in the morning the next day. It was a monster, but it was great because normally you've got to pack stuff up or you've got kids. And yeah, yeah. You, have to, you can't, you can't properly enjoy it. So yeah. it was, uh, it was, it was, it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. Amazing. What was the sad game called? The game we played was called uh, Liberty or Death, which is about the American Revolution. What about that? I, I wasn't, again, tremendous, tremendous. Um, um, I can say, very boring man, but uh, no, it, was no. it was good fun. I like a board game myself, not one that lasts, you know, nine hours, I uh, granted, yeah. but, but, fair you enough. Know, but fair play. Um, and the second thing, you know, we touched on it before, you know, Ped, saying maybe you won't be here in 12 months because you will be filming a Channel 5 cruise series. And in yeah. preparation for that, I, I know that you're not available next week for our 1878 wrap-up, which will be post... Season finale. Well, it'll be postponed to the week after because I'm not here either next week. But okay. you are doing something far more, probably far more exciting than me, is that you are in preparation for your own cruising series. Um, Actually going to be on a... Disney Cruise, is this right? Well, isn't it weird, right? Because I've gone on for about three seasons on the trot now about the Everton Ark. And if yep. you know what the Everton Ark is, it's a fictional boat that uh, I think it was when Liverpool were doing really well. We weren't even threatened by relegation at this point when it started. It was more like, let's just all go off to sea, <laughs> cruise around international waters and ignore Liverpool fans gloating about what they've done and what they've won. Yep. Now it's taken on a bit of a turn because obviously the Everton Ark is almost like getting on a boat, throwing your mobile phone in the water and just heading out to see to get away from the relegation thing yeah. and the irony is on the last day of the season having said all this over all these years i will actually be on a boat in the middle of international waters when we are kicking off against bournemouth we're doing a uh, a seven day disney cruise around the mediterranean for uh works so we're going to be doing a show from the funnel in, in the funnel of the boat they've got a radio studio so we're going to be doing it there 
uh, Monday to Friday, which is going to be pretty mad. I've never been on a cruise before, so I'm I, I'm new to this whole thing. It sounds tremendous. It does. I'm Would already... you cruise either of you two? Would you be up for going on a cruise? You know boat? what, mate? At River cruise, yes. I'd like to see land on both sides of the boat. I'll be honest. Out into oh, really? the out into the sea, I'm not as a big a fan. I don't know. I mean, Ped, I'm sure will be, but me personally, I'd like to see land on both sides. <laughs> Ped, you you got a, what's your view on sailing? <laughs> in, in general, uh, yeah, I'm up for a cruise. I think yeah. I think you know. I think there's a I think there's definitely a time and a place for it. Just. Mm. You know, as you get older, you're walking around big cities. Oh, I'm not mm. much for beaches and stuff. So walking around big cities and you 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 walking, mm. how much you, it takes a big toll on you. I lo- I like the idea of going somewhere where everything's there for you. But there's lots and lots of flaws, lots to explore, different things. And then you can you know you can you can go to bed in one place and wake up in another mm. and, and and get to see loads of different places. So I'm up for a a med cruise or. Maybe go to fjords. I like the idea of yeah. going to fjords. Mm. That'd be good, wouldn't Maybe it? Seeing like the the northern lights and stuff like that, and getting on very much like 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 an it'd be like an Europa League um, <laughs> cruise. Yeah, where you know you, you 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 end up in a place that you never would have gone to. Yeah, or if you planning your own holiday and you get a day there and you have a great time and, mm-hmm. and you know you have a few drinks or whatever, and it is it would be the Europa League tour. You know, you end up in Leon or or, or you know a uh, you know somewhere like Porto or, or whatever in Lisbon and, and yeah that's that's the way to do it I think also as well it's the Med so um, I, I can get what people are saying and they wouldn't want to go across the Atlantic in a boat like that but no. the, the Med's just basically a big big pond isn't it big lake bath. yeah big bath so it's not, I don't even think there's tides is there no tides in the Med I don't think there is a tide because it's all just you know there's no waves anyway that's for sure so uh, the old seafaring thing hopefully won't be too much of an issue but um no, it's a very exciting. So I do apologise for. Oh, well, I won't. If we're going to postpone, maybe if we get relegated, we just don't come back on. Joking, but like um, you know, I, I I will be back with with plenty of seafaring tales when I return. Yeah, we've got. No, we're we're going to come back on because this this the the best bit about this podcast is not talking about football anyway. So yeah, I think we all love that. So uh, yeah, we we will postpone it. Um, are you getting to? Uh, this can be a no comment, as if you're in. We've hauled you up, you know, into the station, and, and no comment when we're asking you the question. But do your family get to go? Yes, my family's going. Amazing. Richie, who I do the show with, his family are going brilliant, as well. Brilliant. No, that was um, that was that's brilliant. Great for the kids. That be amazing. That's amazing. It's gonna be amazing. It's great, isn't it? And there's a there's a flume that goes around the outside of the boat. Yeah. A really big slide. Yeah. Um, seen, I've seen it in when it was crazy. at Liverpool. The Disney cruise was was docked in at Liverpool. Oh, was it? it was amazing. It looked amazing. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so I'm I'm definitely gonna go have a go on that with like a a GoPro on. Oh, but, um, do you know what Richie Richie the guy I do the show with? He's had a spray tan, and I'm now I'm worrying now that I am quite. Pasty, do you know I mean? Would you ever, would you ever no. get spray tan going no. out on holiday? Either you two? No. no. He just, he just look like Jason Cundy. He does look like Jason Cundy anyway, doesn't he? To be fair, so, <laughs> fair play to him. Fair play. Leave him, leave him down the Cundy route. You stay clear of the spray tans, and I will do. I will do. I promise. It's not worth it, right? Got some some questions as we we love to have. Um, Nicholas Shimp, who's one of our uh, Premier subscribers, says, not sure if this is the area to place the question. It is, Nicholas. Um, but what do you think is scarier, the ocean or space? Oh, that is scary. Uh, I'm going to say yeah. the ocean. Go on. That's me. So I feel like there's, there's, you've got some kind of 
sea or water trauma, Baz. Going on there? Something bad happened? Not in this life, but maybe in a past life. I don't know. I don't know. The the, the most unsettled I've been on a boat in recent years has been the the Mersey Ferry on quite a whippy, (laughs) wobbly crossing across there. That's not not, not a cakewalk that it it purports to be, is it? The uh, the ferry. Jerry Marsden didn't put that in his song, did he? No, he didn't. You know. Well, go on then. Which are you going for? If you had to choose one to be scarier and which, what would you say? Ocean or space? Well, I used to love the idea of space. And you remember mm-hmm. space used to be kind of like uh, wow and quite, you know, like Star Wars and Star Trek yeah. boldly going and everything. And then I feel like in recent years, um, they seem to be focusing movies on just like really slow space accidents. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where stuff kind of just like bangs into each other and bends an aerial and then they can't get back. So like The Martian. And then that, that was it, Gravity with uh, George Clooney, yeah. mm-hmm. which is like people, like stuff breaking. Yeah. Uh, so, and it's all really quiet. I don't like that in space. It's just yeah. like, even if you're absolutely bricking it and you're screaming, well, like, like, like in Aliens, in space, no one can hear you scream. So I think space is infinitely terrifying. Okay. I, I don't like the idea of that in a million years. So water, I'll go for water 100 times. Water, yeah, definitely. I, I, I don't like, I'm not a massive fan of big bodies of water myself. Yeah. But- Space, it is like Andy just said there. There's like a thing of like uh, you you've done it, aren't you? Mm. Like when you see these films or or in reality where someone drifts drifts away from someone and they're literally five meters away from them or something, and just and it's over, yeah, and it's over. You because mm. you're yeah. getting you, you you once once you're pushed away, there's no coming back, and it's that sense of that you could be going two miles an hour but drifting in the wrong direction and there's nothing you can do about it and okay. it's it is infinite and you you you, you, you can lose um you've got no sense of actual what's up and what's down and what's left and right and oh yeah it just seems and it, so everything would happen in real slow motion but at yeah. least in the water if you went down you drowned you'd be pretty quick but in space it would be it would be as however long you had left in your uh, your suit so it would be it would be a terrifying terrifying um slow slow death and there's no way anyone could rescue you there's no way anyone can get to you you've just had it and you know that within a couple of seconds so no no thanks imagine uh, imagine going on one of those long space flights that's like a you know a month or something like you know like, i don't know about you guys but when i'm on holiday i find it incredibly difficult to go for a number two a sit down toilet mm. you know what i mean you, yeah. you're eating out every night yeah. and it's you don't want to go to the loo in the room in case you have you fall out with your partner yeah yeah. Um, imagine that on a sp- on a spaceship. Like where wouldn't be good, would they? How do they do it? Yeah. Or where do you go? You'd be where worried. do you go to even do that? What happens if you just start randomly floating off as you're in mid? You know, that's oh. what you've got to think of that. You've got to pull it back like you've, a string of sausage. Exactly. You've got the gravity oh. option, haven't you? It's it's very worrying. It's very worrying. You, you didn't to, see you that in the George Clooney movie. I am no. I am ship I am ship break on that. Have you watched American Pie and Oh no, I haven't. Actually. Right, so haven't. oh my god, there's a. Sorry, I mean, that's scandalous. You haven't watched Sorry. that, yeah. but Sorry, there's a, basically a kid that won't go for a number two on anywhere in his own house, other than his own house. So he right. gets off from school to go home, which is called shipwreck because he he'll go for one in the break. That is very much me. It takes if I go on a two week holiday without that. I can't believe I'm saying this. But it will take me a few days to to come to terms with the fact that I probably can keep wasting my body for a fortnight while I'm not at home. So yeah, it yeah. takes me a few days to acclimatize, I will say. Uncomfortable. Um, it on, on a spaceship, you yeah. can't put a newspaper under your arm uh, and no. say, I'm just going to go and check with reception. Not at all, no. no. Do you know what I mean? I'm just going for a little walk around the... Yeah, uh, you know, at the pool. Or at the pool. Oh, you know what? I think my phone needs charging. Yeah. Everyone's laying by the pool, you know. 
going to get back and uh, I think I left me watch on the. Yeah. I'll be back in a. Exactly. Put me Fitbit on, on charge. Yeah. No, not happening. Right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Jez D says, should legislation be passed that prevents massive, huge cyclists with beer guts like me from wearing skin tight oh, lycra? Yeah. I think this is one. This definitely one for Andy. This. He, that's his. That's his domain, isn't it? I am a cyclist, but I, I never go near uh, Lycra. I'll, okay. I'll be completely honest with you. I just don't, I don't like any of that kit. I can see the bit that freaks me out is people who wear them. Uh, what are those shoes called that are called that? I can say this because I, de- I definitely think Vitti's got them that clip into the pedals. Oh yeah, he's got. You know, you always see them going on the yeah. ass at traffic lights. Yeah, they yeah. can't get their head, their legs out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like Christ Almighty. So yeah, I'm not a fan of uh, Lycra stuff, but uh, he, uh, Dave does go on his little. Um, you know, he cruises around rural locations, puts mm. the map up there on Strava for anyone yeah. else. Maybe he's doing it again the same time next week. Know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's a whole it's a whole different scene. It really is. It is a different scene, to be fair. Um, Glenn, yeah, I don't think we oh, should. I don't think we should allow like it. No. no. You've all needs like. Okay. What are you trying to do? No. Shave seconds off your time? I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Glenn Glenn Watson says, "What's your go-to nacho dip?" A, nacho cheese, B, holy guacamole, C, spicy salsa, or D, supreme sour cream? No, I don't have a nacho dip. Mm, I don't like nachos, so... Does anyone I don't like nachos. with nachos and go, no. oh, I'm going to put a dip with these? And... Okay. Never, I don't, I don't... If I had to choose one, it'd probably be spicy salsa, Glenn, just because of, yeah, the spice. Uh, not so purple, Aki, great name. Says, uh, you've got to have this hairstyle for the rest of your life, but you have to choose one or the other. Is it a mullet or is it a ponytail? Oh, Baz, I could see you with a ponytail, Baz. Yeah. Imagine Baz with a ponytail. He shakes, he takes the, the little clip out and shakes and it down at the start it. of the podcast. Right, his, so he looks like the, um, the the murderer from Twin Peaks. The grey-haired <laughs> murderer. Bob. Bob. <laughs> I could see that. Okay. See, Andy, I could see you with a ponytail. I, I could, could yeah. Nine, like late eighties, early nineties, mm. yuppie, with the yes, the grey the suit with the with, you with know, the ponytail, yeah, uh, like a rat's rat's tail kind of Billy Ray Cyrus oh, type, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Filofax in your hand, yeah, going around, oh Filofax you know, though, tell him, tell him, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah with it with like a power bar as well, eating your power bars to get your nutrients out <laughs> for the day, because uh, you're always on the go. <laughs> Always um, on the go, Bluetooth, just chatting to people. Yeah, a little yeah. Bluetooth, yeah, a little Bluetooth, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Speak, yeah. speak, Janet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janet, hit me, Janet. What is it? I've got long going into a tunnel. <laughs> um, I can see that. I mean, I, do you? Can I ask you a personal question, fellas? Do you ever use? Uh, I mean, I, I don't, but I, I, I hear of it that people like using hair dryers. Do you use a hair dryer on your hair? Never. Even when I was a kid, my mum used to blow dry our hair into a duck's ass before we used to get on the school bus. Like, blow dry <laughs> from there. The middle. Yeah. Out. So you look like um, uh, Virginia Wade <laughs> before you got out. <laughs> Virginia Wade. Do people still use hair dryers? Like, any men listening? You know what? Yeah, you know, I, I, have... use a, I, I use a hair dryer. Do you? Yeah, I there use a hair dryer with a diffuser on it. Just, you know. Do you really? Uh, yeah, uh, it's ruined. It's ruined. If I let my wow. hair dry naturally, it wow. would be like uh, a sponge. So I have to, I have to, you know, do it properly and dry it into place with the night with the cold. What about? And, Who'd and... have thought that? No, again, your vision. You do have that. You've got that that hair that looks like. To, uh... 
I go to skin to, to get, get your hair cut. Yeah, course, true. Yeah, of course I use a hairdryer to make sure it it looks its best. Okay, I like that. I, the diffuser is the piece de resistance as far as yeah. I'm concerned. But, but you know great. what? You know what, what Andy? You do see like if you if you ever go to like a spa or like if you, you know if you go. Um, and I only see it, don't do this often, but if we if we go away and stay in a hotel and you use like the swimming pool and the sauna and all that, and then you come back into the changes and you'll see a lot of men there occupying the hairdryer. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, maybe it's happens more of it happens it than you, yeah. you kind of think. Absolutely. It's not to be feared. It's no, not no. To be I'd feared use it to, I'd use it to, you know, when you're trying to get dry in those places and you, you, you want to be quick, you, you know, you just think, get out of here. I'd use it to have a go at, like, the nether regions or on my underarm hair. I wouldn't use it on my barnet. I wouldn't want to use the hairdryer to blow-dried mm. your, you know, your, your crown jewels. Yeah, ass, but no, but like, I'd just, like, fire it, you know, a bit of, just a bit of extra comfort. Um, <laughs> There you go. Not so fair, Blackie also says, do you prefer animals or people? It's a personal question. It is. It is. Um. Uh, I, I I like I like both. Yeah. But I think I won't say any more on it. I just think the world's gone dog crazy. I think. Okay. Mm. okay. Dogs are getting you know, dogs are great in that, but mm. it's getting a little bit silly now, isn't it? Okay, let's move on. Let's move you on. I mean? Let's move on. Uh, Andy Campbell says, What colour would your lightsaber be? For me it would be green. I'd have to have blue. Just naturally. I like i I'll have a purple lightsaber. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Nice. Only one other person has a purple lightsaber, just to let you know that, Andy. There we go. Who's that? There we go. Mace Windu. The bleeding Mace lightsaber, please, are in town. Mace Windu is the only person to have a purple. That's because Samuel Jackson, who plays Mace Windu, said, I want a purple lightsaber because no one else has got a purple lightsaber. So they had to give him a purple lightsaber because he is Samuel Jackson and he was playing Mace Windu. Samuel L. Jackson could do whatever he wants, just I guess. Dropping, just dropping knowledge there. More, more new movie knowledge for you. There you go. Dropping it. The light. Would you, if you if you were a Jedi, you guys, would you have um, a double-ended, uh, would you have a double-ender for a lightsaber like um, Darth, Darth Maul, etc.? Or, or would you just have one that's just a normal, comes out one end? I, I'll just have... Uh, would you want a double-ender? Not many can get away no, with a double ender. I don't think so. I'm staying with the you've one. Got to be, you've got to be careful when you turn that on, though. You have. You, yeah. Take your eye out. It's you like take a lot of things out, absolutely. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to dry your plums and the changes after, you know. Um, the only the only ginger Jedi has a, has a double ender, Cal Castus. He does, yeah. Just dropping knowledge on Well, you. I knew that from playing. Um, Star Wars on the PlayStation. So oh yeah, go. he is, isn't he? He's very ginger. That he is very, he's, very, he's, very, very ginger Jedi. Pe- that was the name of the game, wasn't it? Very, very, very pedestrian. Just a game about him being dead angry because people were calling them names. Yeah, that was what uh, it was. Bit where he's, uh, there's a bit where he goes on a package holiday and he has to stay under a tree. <laughs> just um, out the way. So out the way. Uh, back to 50 when he goes on the Back to 50, full, full on. Um, Peter Guy on Twitter says, in honour of Tina Turner in Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome, oh, what is film. the best third film in franchise history? I'm going with Aliens 3. Oh, that's a good one. Is that the one film that was filmed in Britain and they're all like in a prison, that's, shaved heads one? That's a terrible film, Peter. He's gone. Oh, it's the third. No, I, there's a reason it's I the know, third. It's a terrible film, though. It was... It, oh, Other opinions remember. are available. No, it, I think that's a general opinion. It's a, it had everything set up for and he made a mess of it. I'm going to go Die Hard 3. Die Hard 3. Die Hard 3. Oh, Die Hard 3. Not bad. Not bad. Set, set in New York, of course. Not bad. In the summertime, rather than the Christmas film at an airport. Yeah. Return so of the Jedi. I'm going. With the, um, I'm going. Um, Return of the Jedi. 
that's a good placard, film. Yeah, he had placard, that placard yeah. on where basically he said he didn't like a set mm-hmm. a set of people. Which, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, that's great, a film. great film, great film, great computer game as well. Uh, third film in in a in a um, it can't be Jurassic Park three. That's pretty awful. Um, it can't be Godfather three. That is awful, also awful. I'm just gonna say Back to the Future three. Okay, just because decent. Godfather's already had return of the Jedi. Well, Ned, Ned, it's a good one. Rocky three, Rocky three was good. Club of Lang, yeah, that wasn't bad. Bit of club Do you think uh, Return of the Jedi is better than uh, Empire Strikes Back? No, I, no, no. I love Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, me too. I mean, but, it's the best one but, of the. Yeah, I think the it's the best three. of the three. But um, but Return of the Jedi, they did a good job. But uh, Liam D on Twitter at Everton John Max says, uh, "How can fried eggs be bad for you, but scrambled eggs be healthy? Eggs lightly fried in sunflower oil, as opposed to eggs mixed with butter, milk, and salt." He says, "Make it make sense, Baz." I don't know if I can make that make sense. It's a cry for help, though. It question, is a cry it? for help. Eggs are good source of protein in the morning, good fats. Uh, if you have a protein breakfast, you therefore halt your glucose spike, which is a big thing now. Um, so it's a good way to start the day. Um, lightly fried in sunflower oil probably isn't as bad as what it used to be when it just be the other kinds of oil. Um, air fryer? But uh, you can air fry, of course, as well, but to make them even healthier. You know. So, so there you go, Liam. Um, just don't have fried is, eggs every day, I guess. That's all. What is the best version of egg? Poached. Oh, I love a poached egg. See, I like a, I like a hard-boiled egg. To be honest, a little bit of salt and pepper on. on the top. Do you do? Uh, do you do? I mean, I always do a scrambled egg in the microwave. It's the only way to do it, Ped. Uh, there is a quick way to do it. It's a quick way to I do it. Had, I haven't actually had scrambled egg for ages at home, to be honest. So I'm, I don't think I did it anyway. So okay. okay. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like Ped's climbed down on his. Egg he, position he's climbed down on his egg position. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, just seen that other one there, but it's gone. Oh, Peter says just in regards to like the the, the third best film. Peter says it's a good show but I reckon Ped is already weighing up an argument for Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3 was a belter, by the way. No, it, you know what it was? It was. I, I, mm. I, I didn't, there's so many films to choose from that I, there is. I didn't. But Toy Story 3 is a good film. Yeah. The only thing is, I went to pictures to see that. Yeah. And loads of people kept on saying, oh, you know, you'll cry. And it was like that thing of like preempting where you were going to cry in the film. And I think towards the end, they all nearly get killed by an incinerator. Yeah. I was like, is this the moment? Yeah. Is this the moment? But it wasn't. It was just when they left the toys at some of the kids' house. Yeah. And it was. It was emotional. No, it is an emotional Toy Story. Mm. Four's emotional though. They're all there. They're all there. They're up. They're absolutely yeah, brilliant. Just when he gets off and got with his missus. No, and no. But it's, st- it's still sad. <laughs> it's a sad time. I feel like Andy. I feel like you're not taking part in this. I yeah. Feel like you haven't seen Toy Story, but mm. you just don't. I, I just can't. I, I can't remember any of it. I've got bad retention of information with, with films. So Back to the Future, can't remember anything about it. Toy Story, I have images of Toy Story in my head, like a picture book, mm-hmm. but I don't know anything that kind of happened. I can't really remember any is of this a, Is this a, you, will you be revisiting, you should be, otherwise it's just bad parenting. Will you be revisiting this with your children? Because I feel like movie night, a Toy Story, when your kids are at a certain age, would be a, a good way to revisit the franchise that is Toy Story. Yes, we've got a lot of Encanto and Moana going on in this house at the moment with my girls. So uh, definitely Toy Story on the way. I tried to... We, we Encanto's to brilliant. Tell me you've watched Luca, film. by the way. Uh, no, no, I haven't. Luca's a cracking one. Is that a good one? Yeah, Moana. You don't realise how brilliant. lucky they are, though, kids these days no, with... No, 
you know, all the the animation and, and the quality of the picture. Whereas, do you remember like Disney films when we were kids was all that, you know, that kind of dark animation was all yeah, kind of like dark awful. and yeah. grubby like and the, stuff on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The early 80s ones were terrible. Like Awful. The, the Disney ones, and like the early 80s were rubbish. It's unsettling. It wasn't until like the Lion King that we got good Disney. Stuff yeah, that's up. that was really a starter from that, didn't it? Now, they're amazing. Like a lot of the films now are brilliant. But, yeah, um, it was back in the day, the animation that I grew up with looked like, yeah. you know, like the, the daubings you get on a, a, in a, a kid's hospital in a liberated war zone. <laughs> it's like badly drawn. Yeah. And, and the worst like thing that. is, when you described that, I knew exactly what you meant. Yeah. That was yeah, what like was... Christ, that, that's horrific. That what was is that? Yeah. Is that a bear? Doesn't look like a bear. Yeah. You'd, you'd have that, wouldn't you? There was a situation, a situation years ago. I remember being, I was in Alder Hay for something, and, and they'd obviously yeah. got... House Mouse? Yeah, they'd obviously got someone to come in and yeah. go, oh, they draw this, that looks like Mickey Mouse or whatever, and you knew that it was like a Mickey Mouse version yeah. off Wish, you know, well, you'd yeah, ordered like, it off it's Wish. Like if you ever go to Vegas and you see the crack Mickey Mouses get, trying to get pictures with people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same thing. I remember when Old Dave. They, uh, they turned down. up in Old Swan a while ago. Don't worry about yeah. that. I remember when, when Old Dave was getting knocked down. I was like, Mrs. Like, do you think they'll keep them murals off the wall? I was like, no, they fucking won't. <laughs> Have you seen them? <laughs> it's, it's the same as uh, the, the, the art that's on the, sa- on the side of fairgrounds. You know, oh, like my God. Break hand versions of St- Sliced Alone. It looks now like him. Yeah. That's the, terrible. The, Who are these people that draw this shit? They haven't had, they haven't had the money to, to pay the image, right? So they just no, get no, Dave. Like, they get yeah. Dave from that. I've seen, you know what? He's painted the Kraken uh, thing in his kid's bedroom. You know, we can come and do it. You give him 17 quid, he'll do it. And, a, and 20 pence and an edges. Yeah, they'd have like Madonna and a, like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know. The mole on a chair. The mole, yeah. Coming out of it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> who who organises that? We, you know, what would yeah. be a great yeah. idea it would be some jag art on the side here. Yeah. You know, yeah, where do you put that? Is that like Gary's goals? Is that just a fella? <laughs> paint available for murals? Call Trevor on. And and he gives you his best thing. Um, yeah. Like, just to wrap up, I'm just seeing if there's another one here. There's there's a couple of that I'm gonna keep for next week. Uh, sorry nice. for the next one because they need the a they need a little bit more discussion to be honest. Can I just say just, uh, just yeah, wrapping up on. here? Go on. This, despite some of the mirth at the beginning of this uh, podcast, hmm? isn't our new stadium coming along at an incredible pace? By the way, what do you guys yeah. think about that? Isn't it looking good? Let's Sanoid finish science? positively on the stadium. Let's have, let's have a positive happy ending here. Go on. Wait. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Oh, it's amazing, and I. I don't know if it's coming on an incredible pace because I watch videos basically every other day. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> so to me, it just feels like it's oh they've added the, a new step. <laughs> but I can imagine if you if you do take your ball, your eye off off the ball and you're not you're not uh, you're not concentrating on it, it it does seem and it is it it looks like a stadium. It looks like if you yeah. just go and put a pitch in it now, yeah, and we could all just go and sit on the steps and mm. watch a game of football. Do, do you think they'll so, take any bits of it, of Goodison at the moment? You know, like the Arsenal, they took the clock or anything. Do you think mm. they're going to take any bits of? Goodison now and stick it in the new one, like for continuity. And they're or, taking or... some. They're taking Hopefully some of the, the seats, aren't they? Cameras, it, yeah, inside yeah. Inside the, the yeah. executive areas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they'll show nothing, won't they? Um, what's that pixelated for? Is this going back to Asia live? Headlocking band in Asia? Um, the, they're taking some of the seat, the wooden seats, I think, and they're planning to use them in like a bar area. But I don't think... I don't think there'd be anything that they put actually in the ground, as in you could see it. I don't think so. Anyway, I mean, they might be wrong with that, but they should definitely have like the Archibald Leach 
somewhere, you know, the the, the crosses. Um, yeah. Somewhere visible, I think, in the new stadium. I, I tell you what, back in my early days of my radio career, we did our uh, breakfast show uh, the morning of the opening of a brand new shopping centre in Bristol called, called Cabot Circus before it was open to the public. What about a, a Toffee TV podcast recording from the new Goodison, yeah. you know, whatever the stadium ends up being called, ahead of its, you know, opening to the general public what about that i think so. I, I think, think so. i think we should all it's what the public would want it, it? absolutely yeah. and i think you you need to come up for that andy i would and do be, i'd be, be part there. of it be part come of it come up on a boat come up on a boat come on a boat come Vitty on the back of dave Vitty. let dave paddleboard you up here <laughs> you know set off a few days cornish pasties in his bag yeah bit of like so on and let's do it no why not or oh, you could just get your cruise up here you know, it does dock. It does dock right up, right next to to where our new stadium is. So, oh yeah, get get them to drop me off. Yeah, just drop you off on the way. You know what? I can't. One other thing, actually, I forgot to say this before, but um, my other half, Katie, doesn't really watch football. Or whatever, she thought that when when a team goes and leaves a ground after the match mm. on the bus, they get dropped off at home one by one. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was so funny. All these that years, she thought they dropped them off one by one. It's just turning up to the Leon gated, Osman's house. The gated communities. Yeah. Oh, man, Aussie, so this funny. is you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless her. That would be tremendous. Go. Fair play. You know what? Fair, fair, fair play to her. It'd be nice what if they, they did. They would. Yeah, and when they pick, when they pick them up and, and they're like, <laughs> their mum comes to that and goes, he's, he's not... He's not He's not fit today. Yeah, he's sorry. not feeling well today. Sorry, yeah, uh, stood at the bottom of the stairs to the driver. You just tell the manager that yeah. he's, he's not feeling. He's well. not in a good way today. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Being tomorrow, but yeah. today it's just too soon. Can't have it tomorrow. I think quite a few of them would be doing that on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pressure. Dominic Calvert Lewin's mum. Just there. <laughs> Teresa Calvert Lewin. <laughs> just there oh, saying, ah, he's Dom doesn't feel good today. No, it's not in a good way. Oh, no. tremendous. God, incredible. What a, what a way to finish. But yeah, the what stadium a, a the stadium is looking tremendous, Andy. Yeah. Um so I think we will have a hiatus next week and won't be won't oh, be a hyena. A hyena if you want. Yeah, um, we'll and we week. will return. We'll have a we'll have a week to let all the dust settle on what's happened and then we'll do our season. Isn't that weird? Finale. We don't know when we return whether mm-hmm. we're gonna be cock a hoop or absolutely devastated. Nice. Christ on a bike! What what a what a fork in the road this is! Yeah. It is, isn't it? It's Do you know what I mean? a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. Yeah. Cliffhanger. Wow. Oh my God! This is worse than when Bobby Ewing got shot. Hell! <laughs> Let's see what happens. Let's all listen. We might wake up and it's all a dream. Carlo's still oh, the manager. Yeah? We haven't, you know, chicken velociraptors. Exactly. Yeah. Anything exactly. could happen. Anything could happen. Right, that is us done. Big thanks to Andy as usual. And uh, we will be back in a fortnight. Up the toffees. See you later. Up the toffees. Cheers, fellas.